a look at the golden times that made radio famous. Tonight, we will hear the suspense drama, Casey, Crime Photographer. But first, we will hear from Amos and Andy. Early in the history of Amos and Andy, Freeman Gotson and Charles Carell played all the parts, over a hundred separate voice characterations. Later, there were other players added to the cast. Gotson played Amos Jones, a very sober, upright fellow, and Carell played Andy, anybody's fool, and the perfect example of there's one born every minute. Andy was forever being tricked by another Godson character, the Kingfish. It never failed, and we, Andy would have a few dollars that the Kingfish would get one way or another. In fact, the Kingfish became so popular that Amos became a part-time character. This program was first heard on December 8, 1944, and in it, the Kingfish helps Andy make an investment. Andy, did you hear that? Come on, will you? Did I hear what? That whistle. That's the Rinso White whistle. And Rinso means us. That's right. Rinso gets clothes Rinso White. And Rinso presents the Amos and Andy Show. Well, a few weeks ago, crossed wires in the home of Mr. and Mrs. George Kingfish Stevens started a fire in the living room which destroyed or damaged most of the furniture. Luckily, the Kingfish had a fire insurance policy covering it all, and at the moment we find Henry Van Porter at the Stevens home with a check covering the loss. Well, Kingfish, here's your check from our insurance company in the amount of $400. Now, I hope you realize the great value of having insurance. Oh, thanks, Henry. $400, and all on account of having a short circuit in them wires. Great thing, them wires. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, that's what caused the conflagration, all right. Uh, your fire started here in the living room under the Davenport, didn't it? Uh, yeah, Henry, I was uh, laying on the sofa, and before I knew it, it was burning all around me. Yeah. Well, didn't you notice it with all that burning horse hair? It must have smelled awful. Well, it did, Henry, but I thought it was my wife's sapphire cooking supper, you see. I, uh... <laughs> you know, when it comes to cooking, she ain't exactly no Oscar of the Ritz. Yeah. Well, Kingfish, in going over the list of damaged furniture, one thing that puzzled us considerable at the insurance company office was... How two bedroom chairs got in the living room in time to get burned. Yeah, well, now, that's what I'm going to explain to you. I tell you, Henry, uh, when I discovered that the place was on fire, my first thought was of the poor insurance company. Mm -hmm. I say to myself, how can I help the insurance company? Then an idea hit me. Yes, go on. Uh, I, I, I runs into the bedroom and I grabs two of them old broken, I mean, two of them beautiful chairs that I had in there, you see. And, and I start to carry them out by the way of the front door. And uh, then I say to myself, I cut through the living room here, you see, make a shortcut. Yes. Uh, suddenly I tripped, and the chairs fly right out of my hands, right into the flames. I tell you, I could have sat down and cried. Yes. Well, if you ever have another fire, Kingfish, we would appreciate it very much if you would forget the interest of the insurance company and let the flames get to the furniture by themselves. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. Now, look, and all I was trying to do was... Oh, didn't know you was here. Hello, Sapphire. Oh, come in, honey. Yes, I just come by to give George the $400 check for the insurance claim. Oh, wonderful. Well, George, now that we've got this check, I want you to take it right down to the bank and deposit it. Because tomorrow I want to go out and buy some new furniture. Okay, honey, I'll deposit it. Mm -hmm. 
Look at all this beautiful money, $401 bills. Ain't that the most magnificent sight you don't ever see? Yeah, sure pretty, all right. But don't you think you ought to deposit in the bank like Sapphire say instead of just cashing the check? Oh, I'm going to deposit, but when you get $401 bills, you've got to love them, have a little pleasure with them before you let them go, you know. <laughs> well, come on, come on. Sit up at the desk here where I can talk to you. Well, hello there. Uh, hi, Amos. Hi. Uh, yeah, just dropping by. Uh, Kingfish, what is you doing laying on the floor there all covered up with dollar bills? Yeah, ain't that the craziest thing you don't ever see, Amos? Oh, look, fellas, everybody has their depressed desires. With me, it's always been to lay on the floor buried in money. Uh, say, Andy, uh, would you mind slapping a couple more bills on my face? I think I'm beginning to show through there. <laughs> Yeah, your big feet says, too. I got $75 on them, and they still ain't covered. Uh, Kingfish, if uh, that's the insurance money that you and Sapphire are going to buy furniture with, you ought to put that in the bank. Yeah, well, uh, that's what I'm going to do, Amos. Uh, I just wanted to be close to this stuff for a couple of minutes. Boy, look at that picture on the bill there. Ain't that a great face, the father of our country? Kingfish, why don't you pick that money up? Besides, you ain't counted it for at least five minutes now. Yeah, maybe I better here. Let me stack it up here, get it together, and kind of pile it up here on the desk. Yeah. Yeah, well, fellas, I got to get back to my taxi. See you later, Andy. So long, millionaire. Yeah, so long. Oh, hello, Gabby. Oh, hello, Amos. Glad to see you. Is you leaving? Uh, yeah, I'll be seeing you, Gabby. Come in. Yeah. Come in, Gabby. Come in. Oh, hello, Andy Kingfish. Glad to see you. Glad to see you. Yeah. Uh, how are you, Gabby? Oh, I just dropped in to say hello. Just want to say hello. I, I, uh, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can I believe my eyes, or do I really see George Washington peeking at me from hundreds of different places? Well, it ain't Patrick Henry. Yeah, uh, that's my insurance money, $400. Oh, I see, I see, $400, my, my. Gabby, uh, Gabby, what are you doing putting your face down on the desk and that money? Oh, it's so soft on my cheeks, so soft. Oh, that feels so good. <laughs> you know, between you and the Kingfish, you're going to rub all the ink off of them bills. What you going to do with the money, Kingfish? What you going to do? Well, I'm going to deposit it in the bank. Mm, 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 what a shame, what a shame. Putting money in the bank is financial suicide, financial suicide. You can invest that money and double it overnight, double it overnight. By tomorrow morning, you can have $800 instead of 400 Then if you invest it overnight again, it would amount to 1600 1600 Then if you've done it again, it would amount to exactly, uh, it would amount to exactly, uh, it would amount to a large figure. Uh, overnight profit. Uh, Gabby, you don't give me a thought there. The end, uh, Sapphire don't need that money till tomorrow. Yeah, and from what Gabby say there, the best time to invest money is at night. That's right, that's right. Be sure you pick the right brokers. Pick the right brokers, otherwise they'll have to pick you. You get the wrong brokers, you're up against what is known as the cash dividend, the cash dividend. How do you think of cash dividend? Well, you give them your cash, they divvy it up, and that's the end. That's cash dividend if I ever had it. <laughs> so long, boys. Good luck to you. Yeah, so long, Gabby. Uh, so long. Goodbye, Gabby. Uh, say, Andy... Look in the classified uh, telephone book there under investment brokers and see what you can find. Yeah, okay, Gingrich. Yeah, get in there. Oh, boy, you sure got a break getting all this money. Yeah, I sure did, didn't I? Yeah, let me see you now. So what'd you see there? Oh, oh, here's one. Here's one right here. Morgan Investments. You know something? That must be the famous house of Morgan. Yeah, say Frank Morgan President. Yeah. Let me see that number, and I'll call it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know, Andy... If this investment thing work out like Gabby said it will, I'm going to take the money that I doubled overnight and go into the investment business myself. Yeah, it might take in with me as a money stacker, you know, to keep the money in a nice, neat pile, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy, I'd like that. I'll take that job. Uh, wait a minute. 
So, Morgan Investment Company, our motto is, what have you got to lose? Morgan speaking. Uh, is this, uh, Mr. Morgan itself? Yes, uh, well, uh, are you an investor or investigator? Uh, I as an investor. Oh, you are. Well, <laughs> this is Morgan himself. <laughs> what can I do for you? Uh, well, uh, Miss Morgan, I has got $400 to invest, and I is interested in your overnight profit doubling department. Uh, $400? Oh, well, our department is interested in you, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, well, uh... I have uh, heard good things about the House of Morgan, you see. Uh, oh, the House of Morgan. <laughs> you think I'm... Oh, yes. Yes, speaking for the House of Morgan, I'll be personally delighted to take your... I mean, I'll t- take care of your $400. Oh, you come over to my place sometime at your convenience. No rush, say, in about six minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so well, we'll make it as fast as we can. <laughs> Welcome to the house of Morgan. Sit down, Mr. Stevens. Mr. Brown, make yourself at home. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you, Mr. Morgan. Uh, funny thing, this ain't exactly how I pictured a big investment broker's office was going to look. Yeah, me neither. You know something, Kingfish? Judges from the furniture, my office could almost pass for the house of Morgan. Oh, yeah. Well, now, you see, boys, this is the little unpretentious office where I started in business 40 years ago. And I've always kept it. Keeps me from getting a big head. <laughs> And I've also found it an excellent place to get over one. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> Mr. Stevens, let's get down to the matter of the money I'm going to invest for you. Now, the stock I've got in mind for you is Brazilian brass, selling at 20 and a quarter. It's a great buy, but you've got to move fast. Uh, Brazilian brass? Uh, yeah. Don't seem like I ever heard of that. What? You never heard of the brass mines of Brazil? Mm, I ain't never heard of no brass mines in no place. You've never heard of brass no. mines? Never heard of brass mines? My good man, you believe me if I told you I saw these brass mines with my very own eyes. Oh, uh, yes, I would believe you. You would? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I saw these mines under peculiar circumstances. When it first became known that pure, refined brass was being mined in a raw state, it immediately struck me as a great investment possibility. Rather than venture blindly into an unknown field, several other investment bankers and myself decided to take a trip to the Brazilian brass mines. After weeks and weeks of misery and hardship, our travels brought us to the headquarters of the Amazon. Mm, the traveling was pretty tough, huh? Well, it was until we got out of the United States. Uh, <laughs> having arrived at our ultimate destination, we lost no time fulfilling the purpose of our mission. And by the way, these mines were actually mountains of solid brass, honeycombed with tunnels. What a picturesque, thrilling sight it was that first morning as the sun rose. Literally thousands of natives out there polishing the foothills. <laughs> Uh, Morgan, uh, you mean to say there was a mountain there of solid brass? Mountain? There's a mountain range stretching away as far as the eye can reach. A shimmering line of brass. <laughs> Reminded me of a long brass rail. <laughs> In fact, one evening, I'd had a sip too much of the native goat milk and tried to rest my foot on it. Uh, goat milk, huh? Yes. Yeah, well, uh, that investment sounds great all right, Mr. Morgan, but... As long as I only invest in overnight, I'd kind of like to keep the money in this country, you see. Oh, uh, yes, sir. I was crazy about brass dock, too, Mr. Morgan. Yeah. Only thing is, we want to invest in something that ain't going to turn green on us. 
Oh, great, yes, I see. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me call and get the latest quotation on Brazilian brand. Yeah, phone them there. As I told you, an hour ago, it was 20 and a quarter. I'd like to see you get in on this before it goes too high. Yeah. What's, uh, what's Brazilian brass? When you hear the tone, the time will be 5, 34 and one half. Yes. Well, it's just as I told you, it's up to 34 and a half. Yeah. And, uh, incidentally, it's getting late. Uh, uh, 34 and a half. You think it's going higher? Every minute. Uh, here's my $400, Mr. Morgan. Get me as much of it as you can, and I'll see you tomorrow. Brother Andy, this is the smartest move I done ever made. <laughs> Well, the kingfish has invested his $400 with Frank Morgan, who he thinks is a reputable investment counsel. As the kingfish told Andy, he plans to take the profit from the deal and open up an investment business of his own, taking Andy in with him. It's the following morning, and Andy is already two hours deep in the investment business. He's just returned to the office and is talking to his new part-time secretary. You know, Miss Blue, this investment business is going to make my office here the Wall Street of Harlem. Uh, tell me this, was there any calls while I was out? Yeah, sir, there was one, Mr. Brown, a man named Roberts called. Oh, great, great, yeah. What do he want to invest in? I don't know. All he said was that your laundry won't be ready for four weeks. Uh, hmm, maybe I better invest in some underwear and shirts myself. You know, this investment business is sure getting off to a slow start. But uh, as soon as we get that money, things will show start rolling around here. Yes, I think money is certainly nice to have in a business. Uh, yeah, well, what I'm going to do is start lining up some investors. Uh, Miss Blue, take a letter to the Harlem Bank. Yes, sir, Mr. Bell. I'll get my coat. Uh, wait a minute. No, 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 no. I want to write it. Wait a minute. You can take a letter in shorthand, can't you? Well, yeah. Uh, yes, I can if you want me to, but I don't think it's always wise. There'll be a lot of people that can't read my shorthand. Uh, but after you get it in shorthand, you could write it on the typewriter, couldn't you? No, sir. You see, I was one of the people that can't read it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Forget the letter. One thing you can do around here, though, is answer the telephone. Being a big executive, I ain't supposed to answer the phone even when I was here. You has got to take all the calls and then find out whether I is in or not. Yeah, sir, Mr. Brown. And another thing. I, uh, wait a minute. Hello? Uh, hello, Ander. Uh-oh. Hold it, Kingfish. Miss Blue, what did I just tell you? Take this call and find out if I was in, will you? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Brownstein, Alka for speaking. Oh, uh, what's the matter? Did he faint? <laughs> I'll see if he's in. Yeah, he must be on the floor there someplace. Look around there for him. <laughs> Is you in, Mr. Brown? Is I in? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. This is a mess. Oh, uh, hello, Kingfish. Uh, hello, Anna. What's going on over there? Oh, I'm just trying to get things organized here. Yeah, well, try to hold yourself in a little, Anna. The way it looked to me, we was over-organized now. Oh, yeah. Uh, wait a minute. Miss Blue, you go in the back office and practice up on your shorthand, will you? Yeah, sir, Mr. Banks. Uh, hello. Uh, what's on your mind, Kingfish? Uh, say, Andy, uh, can you meet me here at the large hall in about, uh, ten minutes? It's time for us to go down and, uh, see this, uh, fellow Morgan and get our money. Oh, yeah, yeah. It ought to be up to around 800 now. $800 by now. I'll be there, Kingfish. Okay, Anna. So long. Oh, boy. This show is going to be a tough uh, Hello, Andy. <laughs> how, how is you? Oh, hello there, Shorty. Hi, uh, where have you been for the last few days? Well, you see, I, I had to go over to the... Uh, I, I, I took the train... I, I mean, I rode the bus to uh, 
when, when I got there, you see, I, I had to go to, to see. Uh, I ain't been nowhere. <laughs> For a second there, it sounded like you was going on a world tour. <laughs> glad you dropped in, though, Shorty, because I got some good news. Yeah, I was always glad to hear good news, Andy. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Mm. The Kingfish done bought some Brazilian brass stock yesterday from a fellow by the name of Frank Morgan. Now, the man is doubling our money overnight, and we're going to pick up the profit this morning. Mm. And then me and the Kingfish is going in the investment business ourselves. Yeah, well, that's a good thing for you to do, all right, yeah, yeah, well, uh, first thing we want to do is to take all the money that you has done earned and mm. invest it for you. How much you got? Well, in, in cash in the bank, I, I got about, I got about, uh, in stocks, I got, uh, in bonds, I, I done save, I got, in, in real estate I own, I, I would get, I ain't got a dime. <laughs> Well, Shorty, get some money, will you? Get some money. Oh, say, I got to go over and meet the kingfish and help him carry his money home. I... Oh, hello, Amos. Hello there. Yeah. Hi, Andy. Say, where are you going? Well, I is in a hurry, Amos. I got to be running along. I'll see you later. Okay, son. Say, that boy really in a rush, ain't he, Shorty? Uh, where is he going? Well, the, the kingfish and Andy done invest with some money, and they state they're going to double it overnight, and they're going down now to get the money. Oh, ain't they done learned yet that you can't double your money overnight? Guys, anybody that would tell them that must be out of the head or a crook, one of the two. Well, then with the problems, they're, they're going in the investments business. And Andy wanted to invest my life savings for me, but I fooled him. I, I threw him off the track. I told him I was broke. Yeah, well, you've done the smart thing, Shorty. Uh, yeah, I, I told him that, but but but, but I, I really got 89 cents. <laughs> <laughs> now, look here. I am going to find out about this deal from Andy's secretary, and if there's anything suspicious about it, I is going to the police. Shorty, did Andy tell you what his broker's name was? Oh, yeah, he, he told me. He, he said his name was Frank Blass. I, I mean, I mean, Brazilian Margaret. Uh, no, I mean, Blass, uh, I mean, Brazilian Frank. Uh, he didn't say. Hello, ticket office. This is Frank Morgan. I called up earlier about a reservation to Chicago. When can I pick it up? In about three months. Well, that's fine. Uh, three months? Well, I've got to leave town tonight. I should be out of here now. Is this trip really necessary? Necessary? Really, brother? You have no idea. I don't want the police... I mean, I now listen here, you young pipsqueak. I... Hello? Hello? <laughs> Hung up on me. Maybe I'd better call the bus company and see if they can... Oh, uh, hello, Mr. Morgan. Hello there. Oh, uh, oh hello, Brown. Stevens. <laughs> I was just thinking about you. <laughs> uh, well, uh, see, you got all your luggage here, Mr. Morgan. Uh, uh, going out of town, huh? Well, I was... I, uh, <laughs> yes, I've got to get away for a while. It's a bad climate here. I've got to go to a colder place. Uh, but it's winter. It ain't hot here now. Well, I know, but it is for me. <laughs> now, well, if you were in a hurry, we'll get right down to building, Miss Morgan. Now, uh, we done uh, uh, come over here to see you about a thing. You see, you done had the money overnight, and we just dropped in for the $800. Oh, yes, $800. Well, there's a little matter I want to explain to you about this Brazilian brass. Yeah. You see, your stock, being a Brazilian security, must be registered prior to resale on the foreign exchange. 
after which a certificate of beneficial interest is issued in your name and impounded through escrow as a first lien debenture with prorated accruals. Yeah. yeah uh, look like he got a hold of some more of that goat's milk to me. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, we better come back later. Oh, uh, look, Miss Morgan, about the eight hundred dollars. Yeah, now it's very simple, boys. You see, there's also a proxy that's hypothecated upon the refunding equipment represented by the script dividends held in the voting trust and is non-negotiable for you, Sherry's. Uh, Miss Morgan, is you speaking precision by any chance, there, George? You mean you didn't understand what I said? Not a word. Well, that's I. Maybe I was speaking Brazilian. Yeah. Boys, I'm just trying to tell you that I can't give you your money back. Unfortunately, you're completely wiped out. Yeah, but Mr. Morgan, now, wait, wait, wait just a minute, Mr. Morgan, here. I've I got to have this money. Uh, that, that's fire insurance money that my wife, Sapphire, going to buy new furniture with. Uh, Claire, it is. Yeah, so she's waiting to buy it now. We done had a fire up at my place. I live on 135th Street. And she kill me if I don't bring that money back. Yes, wives are always buying furniture. It's a pity they can't buy any stock. I'm sorry, Stevens. You're wiped out. Oh, but wait a minute, Jim. Uh, Mr. I, Morgan? Oh. I figured I'd find you here. Oh, uh, Hello, officer. Well, luggage. Looks like I got here just in time. You have? I mean, you did? Uh, well, I'll be with you in a minute, officer. Stevens, uh, hand me that direct phone to the stock exchange. Oh, uh, this one here? Yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you. Hello, what's Brazilian brass? Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Boys, your stock's made a wonderful recovery. I can give you back your money and a nice profit of $100. Oh, that's great. Yes, I'll count it out here. 100, 200, 300. By the way, officer, what can I do for you? Would you like to buy a couple of tickets to the policeman's ball? The policeman's ball? Well, guess what I thought. Well, never mind what I thought. <laughs> I'd love to go. For a minute, I thought I might be tied up. Come back tomorrow and I'll buy 12 tickets. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Yes. <laughs> well, boys, I've got to be going along. Uh, oh, uh, wait a minute, Mr. Morgan. You didn't finish counting out the money there. Oh, well, now, let's not be too hasty. I have a sneaking feeling about that stock. You know, that market goes up and down pretty fast. <laughs> Hand me the phone. Oh, uh, yes, yes, sir. Here it is. Hello, what's the latest quotation on Brazilian brass? Oh, thank you. Goodbye. Boys, it's moved down again. This time you're really wiped out. Uh, Mr. Morgan, any chance of holding that thing steady till we get paid, you uh... <laughs> Stevens, when you play the stock market, you've got to expect the uh, Hello, Amos. Hello. What are you doing well, here? Well, hello there, fellas. I hope we ain't too late. Now, just a minute, my good man. That, uh, that officer with you, is he here to sell tickets to the policeman's ball? No, Morgan. I'm here on business. Oh... Uh, hand me the phone. Uh, no, wait a minute. That's not necessary. I'm beginning to know the trend of that stock. Yeah. You've got a profit again. Here's your five hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. Amos, you, 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 great. Yeah, I'll go tell you something that you brought the policeman here just in the nick of time. Sure yeah, that? well, I certainly is glad I did, fella. And this for you, Morgan. It looks like this is all straightened out, so I won't pull you in. But from now on, watch your step. Oh, now, officer, you're talking to a reformed man. Please, officer, believe me. I couldn't do anything like that. Now, believe me, from now on, I'll never sell anything that I wouldn't sell to my own dear brother. By George, I wonder if my brother's got any money. <laughs> Now, 
Now, look here, honey. Uh, is you going to start all over again hopping on me for investing that money instead of depositing in the bank? Now, Joyce, that was the stupidest thing I'd have ever heard. Yeah, but I'd have made a clean breast of it, and you got the $500 back instead of four. Yeah, but you ought to know when somebody's trying to put something over on you. You men's never get through. Oh, things. honey, please. Now, you done busted a vase over my head when I told you about it this morning, and I done give you all the money. I done had my punishment, so let's forget it. Well, I will this time. Yeah, uh, you say you done ordered the furniture already, huh? Uh, where'd you buy it? Well, a furniture salesman just happened to drop by the house, and the way he described it, it sounded so good that I paid him in advance. And we ought to get it in about a week. Yeah, what kind of furniture, and who is the man? It's Brazilian furniture, and the man was named Frank Morgan. Be sure to be with us again next Friday evening at the same time when the makers of Rinsdale will again present the Amos and Andy Show. Our thanks to Frank Morgan, who appeared through the courtesy of Maxwell House Coffee. For fun and frolic, tune in next Thursday evening to Maxwell House Coffee Time with Frank Morgan, Cass Daly, and Robert Yonke.